Good morning and welcome to today's episode of Courageously Unapologetic with Corrine Allen. I am in freaking Canada. What? And I'm so excited because I have my very first guest on the show today. And I've planned this from the beginning. I always said this is exactly who I wanted, but I had no idea that I'd be able to do it in person. And I'm literally looking at her right now, sitting across from her. And I always had this visual of somehow doing it through a computer and just making it work like we do everything else. So staying true to what I always preach about and talk about and just who I am, I only share about stuff that I have truly worked through and fought for and lived through and overcome and can relate to because if you're not gonna be truthful, like what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Why are you even speaking? So there is, you know, there are people that are made to share their story, their perspective, their perseverance, and I can't, I can't touch that, and I shouldn't. It's not my place. And um, the woman that will be sharing with you her journey of overcoming, her journey, um, her fight. Her perseverance is actually somebody I met through Instagram. So for all you people who are like, I don't know about this social media life, you're in for a treat because the best can literally be yet to come if you believe in that, you know, and, and you're truthful and you're raw and you're authentic on social media, that's what you're going to attract. Um, so we met on Instagram in the midst of her struggle, in the pain in just in all the severity of it. Um, and she sat back for nearly a year and was building that trust with me. And, you know, is this girl real? Does this girl actually really care? Does she know what she's talking about? Is she honoring what she shares when she says stuff like, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. And when she believed that, then she reached out. And we had no idea, you know, what was going to be coming from that, but she reached out in a place of, okay, I trust you and there has to be more for me. And we went from strangers to going through the struggle to becoming best friends and business partners. And now I'm sitting here in Canada with her best friends in different countries. How crazy. And she gets to share and i have the complete honor and privilege to be her best friend to run a business with her to most importantly have watched her go through that struggle and come out on top seeing her go through the rock bottom and like her and i always say to each other we learned more about ourselves in our rock bottom than in our mountaintops on the mountaintops you learn who you are through that struggle and you know you don't just learn it you become it and you get to choose your outcome. So I am going to ask her some questions today in hope of what this purpose of this podcast is for. I share things and I ask questions and I talk about things because we know what women are going through. And Marcy has a place of wisdom that I can't provide and I get to ask her these questions today and you get to hear straight from her. So. Say hello to Marcy. Hey <laughs> everyone. Oh my 
goodness. I cannot <laughs> believe that I'm on this podcast right now. Oh, it's such an honor to be here and I can't wait to just share my story with you all and just sit here and chat with you guys. So let's get into it, shall we? Yeah, it's like our normal everyday, multiple times a day where we just hop on and chat, but we're just going to go a little heavier today. Um, so I just want to kick off and dig right in because that's what we do and <laughs> ask you, first of all, how long have you been out of that situation? Oh, it's been two years. It's been two years and I was in, you know, a very toxic situation and relationship for eight years. So a lot of healing has happened in the last two years and my life has completely changed since then. And I'm so, you know, happy and that I made that decision to leave first and foremost. Do you feel like you had multiple situations where you felt like you should and could leave right there? Yeah, I definitely, mm. definitely have. Um, you know, when you're in a toxic relationship, and I feel like so many people can relate to this, where the good moments are really good, but the bad moments are so damaging and horrific that it really breaks down a person. And so there was multiple situations. And when I really think back to that, it, there's just, it goes really deep. I mean, I dealt with you know, my ex's addiction issues, um, just like, and when I, when we first, when I first met him, I was very naive. I was a very different person, you know, um, I just wanted to be loved and I didn't realize or didn't think that I deserved or was worthy of more than what I was being given. And so I thought that was the norm, you know? Um, I grew up in, you know, not a very, you know, I, I love my family, but I think it stems from that. And so when I grew up and met him and, you know, we just, I don't know, I don't even know how to answer this. Like, this is a very deep question, multiple situations. Yes. Um, there was again, the addiction issues. There was the name calling in front of the children that really broke me, really broke my heart. And I, I wanted more for my children, you know? Um, that was the thing that happened on a, a daily basis. And that was one of the moments where I just, it made me feel worthless because I felt like I was being a horrible mother. Um, and it's such a conflict because you want to stay together for your family, but you also want more for your family. So, so do you feel like there was a big switch over when, once you guys had kids together? Because there was a time when you were together when it was just you two. And maybe during that moment, did you have those moments of wanting to leave? Or it wasn't until you guys brought children into this world and you were like, what you know, am I doing? You know what? Um, we got pregnant very early. Okay. Like we were together for seven months mm -hmm. and everything was perfect, you know? Um, I thought he was my knight in shining armor, mm -hmm. you know? He painted the picture of a perfect life and we were, quote unquote, the perfect couple. You know, he was very understanding and it wasn't until I got pregnant that that completely changed and I felt so trapped. Like betrayed. 
too. betrayed. I felt all of these emotions. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do now? There I'm carrying that. his child. Mm -hmm. I can't be a single mom. No one wants to grow up and, and imagine that, that for themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. But it happens. And I know we'll probably get more into this later, but like, yeah. I just wish that I would have left then mm -hmm. and not have been so scared. Um, but at the same time, everything happens for a reason. For sure. And if I did, you know, I wouldn't have had my son and all that, but yeah. Yeah. Do you think that there were actual things almost like, you know, visualizing like a task list of like, these are the things I can do that will help me build the strength to leave? Or do you think that it was a buildup of pain, a buildup of betrayal, a buildup of, I thought this is who you were. I thought this is what we could be. Or did you know, like you had said, seven months in, you know, you got pregnant and already things were changing. And so did you that early on start doing things to get yourself stronger, to potentially become a single mother? Honestly, absolutely not. Like I would have loved to sit here and say, yeah, like it was, it was a buildup of pain. And like that was enough for me to leave. Um, and I was able to sit there, but I wasn't in the right mindset to hatch out an escape plan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, I was just going through the motions and I truly wanted that to be my happily ever after, even though inside I knew yeah. it was just going to get worse, you know? And so I went through a lot of pain, but I just, I'm the type of person where like I am loyal and I will work things out, even if that means putting myself on the back burner. And like, that was me back then. And yeah. I just wanted so much for it to work. And I felt like in a sense, everything bad that happened was kind of my fault. And that's just where in the headspace that I was in. So although I knew that things weren't going well, I, I don't think I don't think that was enough for me to leave uh, in the mindset that I was in. I just want to back up real quick. And can you give me, you just said something that's really huge and really important. And I feel like can get skipped over really easy. And it's something that's happening day in and day out. You just said a couple seconds ago, I was just going through the motions. Yeah. Can you get really specific and tell me what was that? What are just going through the motions? Because I can tell you right now, that there is thousands of women that are going through the motions and don't know that they're going through the motions. I mean, it's just being constantly being in survival mode, mm. literally waking up, taking care of my kids. I was really good at putting up walls and blocking stuff out because I was dealing with so much toxic, toxic, um, behavior behavior yeah. for so long that I learned to build up the wall mm -hmm. and it did affect me but I didn't let it affect me as much because I just I, I turned into a more of a cold person because that's what I had to do to survive and not break down every single day and I felt myself walking on eggshells all the time the is when I say this is it gonna make him upset if I do this is he gonna freak out um, you know, it's just, it was very, very toxic and very robotic, like, very I'll robotic. It was like, I woke up, I did the same things. I tried to make him happy, even though, you know, it would turn bad usually and lashing out for things that weren't my fault. Like, he, you know, it would just the regular, you'd come home, he would come home from work mad about something from his job and bring it home. Mm -hmm. 
and I was kind of the punching bag and I, that's kind of how things were. And I just went through the motions and I went to bed and repeat, you know, um, for how many years, eight years. And what would you tell the you from 10 years ago? You've been removed from the situation. Yes. You've been removed from the situation for two. Oh gosh, that is a deep question. But you from 10 years ago, not, not even pregnant yet. Oh gosh. Can I get back to you next week? (laughs) (laughs) Next, next Friday? (laughs) That is a really deep question. And honestly, um, chills. (laughs) It almost makes me want to cry because that's really deep. And I really wish that I could go back and talk to the me 10 years ago. Right. Um, and I would start by saying, you know, girl, take care of yourself. Mm. Fill your mind with greatness. Like, take care of yourself and realize that you are worth so much more. And I would say, you know, <laughs> knowing what I know now, you know, pick up a book. And I know that sounds so ridiculous because it did to me for so long. Yeah. But seriously, um, reading books that fill your mind with motivation and encouragement, um, listening to podcasts from women like Corrine that just fuel your soul, um, just working on yourself and working on that self-love um, journey. That is like the first and most important part. And I would say like you need to focus on yourself and really... Right, because what, what happens during that self-love, you know, that making yourself a priority, what everything happens? Everything happens. Your confidence rises. You know, you realize that you're worth more. You start not wanting to go through the motions. You want to change things and make things better. And, is. you know, sometimes we grow and we're, you know, not that we're any better than anyone else, but we right. realize that, you know, some people are just not on the same level and whatever level you are on, you want to find people that are on that same level right. or like you just expi- inspire you to be better. Mm-hmm. And I felt like so long, you know, when you listen to people and they're like, oh yeah, like my partner makes me want to be better. Right. They, or my friend makes me want to be a better person. <laughs> I've never had that until until I met you and I met, you know, team courageous and like this whole community Mm. of amazing women. Like I never had that before. And now I could honestly say that I found my tribe and like you women make me want to be better every single day. You make me want to be better, a better mother, you know, a better friend, a better daughter, everything. And I I feel like that's so magical and I'm getting so emotional because it's a huge, huge thing. And I just, I want everyone to be able to experience that because everyone deserves that, you know? Um, and I just feel like it's so powerful and it's like suddenly things make sense. You know, you go so many years and you see things and you think, you know, that's, it's, that's one of the reasons why you hear me repeatedly talk about like, you can call me corny. You can call me crazy. You can call me both of them. And I will take that as a compliment because for the longest time when you're in pain and you're in self doubt and you don't love yourself and you don't care about yourself, those things that you read and hear and you see, you think are corny, like love yourself or make every moment magical or 
chase, chase the magic. You, you deserve that. Fight for the love that is magical. Fight for the you that is on fire and passionate and magical. And be honest with me. Can, can you not agree that 10 years ago when you read stuff like that, you're like, what is wrong with this girl's social media? Honestly, or, I would unfollow because mm-hmm. I felt so bad about myself and yeah. felt like that was so unattainable yeah. that so I didn't want anything to do with it because it just put me down, you right. know? Um, and so corny... That's fine. Like, call me, call me the B word. Call me crazy. Call me corny. Call me whatever you want. Because let me tell you, every single one of those titles, every single one of those levels, I can tell you the grit behind it, the courage behind all of those words and titles I own. We own and we promote and we preach and we share and we encourage because the grit and the perseverance that comes with that, that is overcoming. And you know, I think that we hear it all the time. Like you are who you surround yourself with and, um, it shows, you know, (laughs) we were joking the other day, right? All those like expressions of like, some of y'all didn't have this when you were little (laughs) and it shows, well, you know what, when you're in your thirties, some of y'all don't have the best tribe around you and it shows. (laughs) Um, but seriously, like what would you tell the woman maybe that is listening and staying together Let's be honest, staying together for the kids and is miserable and um, possibly being physically, emotionally abused or just straight up neglected and unloved, but is like, we have a family. This is it for me. I feel like it's really important to know that if you are in a relationship that is miserable, your kids are going to feel that. And for so long, I wanted things to work out for the kids. But then I realized like it was so toxic for the kids as well. Like them being in that situation or having an unhappy mother, Mm. like they feel everything. Kids are so intuitive and so smart and they can feel that hurt and that pain and they will grow up with that same hurt and pain and it will affect them. So it's best for us to just live our life and realize that not only do we deserve more, but our kids deserve more. They deserve a happy home. And I can say that since I have been out of this situation, me and their father's relationship has totally changed for them. We are, you know, we co-parent now. We're able to communicate Mm. because maybe it was toxic as a relationship, but we can co-parent like bosses. And I am now in a healthy relationship for the first time in my entire life. But before I left, I had so many doubts in my mind. Like, can I support my kids on my own? Right. Will anyone you know, want to be with a single mother with two kids. Like those are real fears and things that you think about, like how on earth am I going to do this on my own? Mm -hmm. Um, and you have to realize that there is so much waiting for you. There is like, it is like you opening a door to everything that you freaking deserve. And you will never know what's behind that door and take you until you take that leap of faith and go for it. And I promise you, Life is so damn good on the other side when you're happy and when you're filled with, you know, just amazing people and you are pouring into yourself 
everything is better. And I, if you asked me two years ago when I left, if me and their father would have a great relationship co-parenting, I would have said never in a million years, but here we are. He's married now and I am in amazing relationship and things yeah. work out for the best and everything yeah. happens for a reason. I could promise you that. Um, but we'll never know unless you take. Yeah. I think you just made such a good point of like, maybe it was only that toxic and that ugly because you two were not made to be together. Exactly. You were made to have these two beautiful, healthy children. Thank you, God, you know, thriving, beautiful, healthy, smart, these amazing children that God designed to be for you and him. But you guys as a pair are not meant to have this lifelong dream. And, you know, maybe it is something along the lines that change of things like you had talked about um, addiction or, you know, betrayal, water under the bridge, you know, whatever things happen during that is the reason for the outcome because you guys were attracted to each other for a reason in the beginning. But I think what people get so caught up in is thinking that, well, we got together for a reason, so that must mean that we have to stay together. That's not what that means because things happen throughout the relationship, throughout the marriage, where you change. Seasons. People are either here for a reason, a season, a lifetime. That's right. And sometimes people need to come into your life to teach you things about yourself mm. and to grow that strength and that depth and be able to help other people in the situations like this. You know, if I never went through this, I couldn't help women go mm -hmm. through it or have hope. Yeah. You know, so I'll take it and I'll be happy that I went through everything that I did because I wouldn't be the person that I am today if I didn't. That's right. And I think people are scared to admit that sometimes they're driven and their spouse is parked and that parked car is not going anywhere. That parked car doesn't want to change. It doesn't want to go. It doesn't want to turn on. It doesn't want to get going. And you are driven and you are going and you are trying to flourish. And it's like, you don't want to say, I'm growing and I feel more. I deserve more. Because that horrific, awful thing of it makes me feel selfish. But I always ask people and I always think even for my own self, would I tell my daughter that it's selfish? of her to want to grow and become and get stronger? Absolutely not. I'd be like, do it all, baby girl. Absolutely. You know, you do deserve the world and, and we deserve the world. And, you know, I just, I just want to thank you so much for it because I can't share that insight and that wisdom. And that's exactly what I want to do here and bring here and give. And it's just like Marcy said, you can't read all of the amazing chapters that are coming if you keep reading the same chapter over and over and over again and it's a sucky chapter <laughs> it's not even a good one like you didn't even highlight any of the paragraphs you didn't even doggy ear any of the pages it wasn't even good and you keep rereading it so turn the page you know what shut the damn book get a new one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get get your own book. Make your own book. Be be your own, you know, and own it and be proud of it. So, ah, I love it. I'm so excited and 
just want to say thank you. Is there anything else you want to share or say anything? Well, thank you so much for having me. It was an honor to be on here. I mean, I listen to this podcast all the time. Every time I need some cocoa in my life. <laughs> and I know everyone listening can relate. I mean, you speak to the soul. So just thank you so much for having me on. And for everyone listening. Cheers. Make today amazing. Coffee in hand. Cheers.